Welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. Hi, good Hi. evening. Welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. I'm Melissa, and I have with me one of my favorite people here, <gasps> Kathy. Hi! Kathy is uh, one of our longtime dear friends. Yes. And she um, has a podcast of her own and inspired me along with my husband because he won't let me live it down. Um, I first. First of all, the mic isn't near you. I'm talking to. I'm talking to Melissa. Let's focus on me. This is about me right now. That's right. I have a podcast. It's called The Sisters Are In. It's awesome. And we had an open mic. Open mic. I call open mic like we were playing guitars. We were. We were playing guitars. Air guitars. We were playing air guitars. It was a mixer we had, a spring mixer, and you came, which is awesome, to support us. Yep. And we had a conversation about you doing a podcast. You were like, mm-hmm. you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast. And what yep. was my answer? Do it. Ha! And I did it. And you're doing it. And High I'm five. doing it. High five. Bringing the sisters here. Yay. High five. If anybody hasn't listened to The Sisters Are In, I highly recommend it. Oh, thank you. So, Kathy. Yes, ma'am. Do you consider yourself intuitive or psychic or what do you... What what would you consider yourself? Uh, uh, I consider myself psychic. It's it's something. Kill the dog. It's okay. Don't kill. He okay. likes me. The dog okay, wants there, to get to me. What's your psychic take <laughs> on that? That I'm going to kill the dog. He's going to probably be going downstairs any minute. We'll have That's to true. pause. Yeah. Okay. So I guess being psychic is something that I've always struggled with. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't want to be clumped into the stereotype. So if I asked you, what do you think a psychic is? What's the first thing you think about? Someone who can tell the future. <laughs> with a turban. With a ball. With smoke and in you there. look at you've got your crystal, <laughs> I got my ball, crystal here. ball here. Yes. And uh, I walk around with a turban and, and I have a lot of uh, fabric. Yes. I have a lot of fabric. And you have jewels purple, in your pocket. Purple fabric. <laughs> Everybody. So everybody. I, I always like okay. kind of. We're going to pause that. I'm going to pause right, it. We're going to take a break. I'm gonna, I, yeah. We're going to take, take a, break. a break. We'll be back as soon as I'm done talking. <laughs> okay, we're back. So, so being psychic. Yes, being psychic and all the purple and the all purple. that good stuff. So joking aside, I, you know, I, I've always had the gift since I was, you know, born probably. But when I was 15, I really am. I really understood that I had it, and then I oppressed it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was in my 20s where it became a necessity, where I couldn't block it out because I had experienced a um, a near death near death experience, and it just exacerbated after it. So mm-hmm. I couldn't really ignore a lot of what I was feeling and seeing. Right. And I was embarrassed. I was like, nobody's gonna believe me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be one of those people yeah and not to say that there's amazing uh spiritualists out there psychics and mediums are fantastic but there's a lot that aren't and i just mm-hmm. didn't want to be you didn't want to be lumped in with the stereotype and I, I, didn't. Get it. I didn't i didn't and it. then i took a different road i took a different road with it instead of being the one that's going to sit here and, and pull cards and tell you exactly your future and then yeah i decided to take the road as more of a uh a counselor, an advisor, a direction, a life path. Mm-hmm. Um, so I studied under Stephen Thayer. Do you mm-hmm. know who he is? No. So he wrote a book in the 80s called Interview with an Angel. 
And uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, it's like this. He was like kind of like uh, brought in the channeling part of uh, people who can bring the difference between. I think I'm bouncing all. I am so excited about the topic that you're asking Fine. us. Um, bounce so I, it. Go ahead. So we bounce, s- baby, bounce. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. Visual, po- visual, po- visual. visual podcast. So, so with that, with learning about that, I also had the ability to channel. Mm-hmm. A cha- the difference between a channeler and a medium is that a medium allows people who've passed on to come in and actually have conversations with the right. person. I won't allow that. I can do it. I don't think oh. that's a good idea. Right. So as a ch- somebody who can channel is that I have and like um, energies and spirits or, you know, come, I can hear them and feel them and get the message mm-hmm. and channel their message. Right. So it's not coming directly from me. It's through me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really makes, makes any sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So I chose the channeling route mm-hmm. than the medium route. Um, when I did some mediumship work, it, it just totally exhausted me. And I felt like people couldn't really heal, heal from that. You know, they can't heal from that. So imagine somebody who's passed on mm-hmm. that you want to see, you know? Yep. And then you have 10 minutes with me and I have to leave you alone and not counsel. That doesn't. No. That's a whole different. That would suck. That would suck. So what <laughs> I would do is I would channel a message for you saying, I feel that your grandmother is here. Yeah. I said, and this is what I'm feeling. She's saying, this is the message you need to do to move forward. Right. It's totally different than, you know, I, you know. When I, you know, like, like, like private message. Right. So I realized that I have a lot of gifts and I just chose this path so that I can reach more people. Makes sense. So I'll call myself a psychic. I'll call myself a spiritual counselor. Um, a mom. A mom. A grandma. I'm, I'm a grandma. That's my favorite. She's like 12. <laughs> and she had, she's a grandma. Okay. She's 12. Well, I had, I had my baby young. She, I was 20 when I had my Sophie. You remember Sophie? You remember? Oh, of course I remember Sophie. I, you remember me being young. Yes. We were young. We were so young. We've yes. known each other for 30 years, I think. I think it's going on 30 years. No. I'm 44. I was mm. 15. You met your man no. when you were how old? 8, 20? 12. No. Um. Oh, oh, no. I'm 12. I'm kidding. Wait, 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 wait. How old were you? Oh, 22. Okay. Cuz we've been to, we've been together. I know. Forever. I know. Shut Forever. up. It's been so Shut long. Up. Anyway, it's we've been so together for get out of here. 20 Only positive thinking. 20 something years. 23. 23, 23 years. Yeah. Yeah, because so, how old Sophie? Sophie's 23. Right. And we met I met you right, right after Sophie was born. Right. Yeah. So, but it's been, it's been a long time. And I think that what's great about knowing people for so long, even though, even if it's not an every day, there's a certain kind of energy that's respected of the, the path mm-hmm. that we've all come along. Mm-hmm. And here we are, how many years later? And we just had the simple conversation of, listen, if you want to do something, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you something, you're yeah. going to do it and you should do it because, you know, you got to sometimes take things by the balls. Yeah. You gotta balls it out, man. Do you see him? I don't see him. I don't. I don't yeah. look at him. See, I'm the looking thing at is, you. The the thing is that you have to understand with me and Kathy is that a lot of this is a lot, a lot of this has happened. Is that Guy has had a lot of female friends, mm-hmm. and I was slowly like taking them all away. <laughs> I went. <wouldn't> like- <laughs> 
<laughs> well, with reason, we're all afraid of you. So, oh. speaking of uh, witchcraft, yeah. and <laughs> we could talk about <laughs> Melissa's hidden secret of <laughs> dolls which, downstairs. Which no, I'm dolls? Just I'm like, wait, Food which ones? Does she know about those? Hands, my uh, hands. Maniacal laugh comes out. Oh, on. my gosh. Yeah. Well, you, you had talked me off the ledge a few times yes, with I regard to yes. him yep. over there. Yeah. Because you've known him a lot longer than I We were had. kids. We were kids and it happens. And you know what? I, it's, it's weird, but Guy is uh, a brother. Mm-hmm. It's something that you just, there's just connections you just don't get rid of. And the only thing I ever wanted for him is happiness. And when he met you, I saw a side of him that was amazing. Oh, look at us. Amazing. Look at us. 23 years later, we're so happy. Look at that. Amazing. It's amazing. I just want to note how this conversation took a weird left turn (laughs) away from giving me credit (laughs) for being the one to tell her to go for it with this podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you need more than one person. Sometimes you need, you you know what, that's true. Sometimes you need validation. I do the the same thing with my husband. I just have to tell you. My husband constantly gives me, like, advice or suggestions, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. And then Melissa would say something, and be like, that's a great idea. <laughs> and then I had to go back and apologize. But, you know. Oh, wait, can you repeat that? I don't think you I'm heard not going to do that. I'm not going to do that, because I'm here for her, not for you. I do it because <clears throat> I. I won't apologize. <laughs> she won't apologize. <laughs> I really, I, you know, I, I, I don't apologize often, but there's sometimes where I'm like, Okay, I should have. Like, you know that video that you saw with my eye all fucked up? Yeah. Okay. Because Henry's also psychic. That's how we met each other. Okay, mm-hmm. we both have the same gifts. So you can okay. tell it's very quiet in the house. We don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have to wear aluminum foil so he doesn't read my thoughts. Oh, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So I remember him the night before. He, was, he works at a bakery. And he, you know, and he's like... Hey, babe, I had a sty in my eye, and he says, you have to go to the hospital. I said, I am not going to the hospital for a sty in my eye. I'll just put a tea bag on it. Fuck That's it. what I did. Exactly. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. So I, I put the, the bag on my head, on my <laughs> eye, on my head. I put the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all worries aside, I put the tea bag on my eye. Three hours later, my throat starts closing up. I'm by myself. Donovan's home. No, Donovan was home. Because he works, he, he leaves work at like really early in the morning. Yeah. So he wasn't home. I couldn't breathe. I'm texting Donna through message. Wait, isn't that the day that me. you used the Vagisil on your... No, that was... Oh, that something's was... different. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I think... Wait, I what think episode did you guys talk about that? was that? like the, our third episode. Third episode. That yeah. was when I was an Oxycontin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Kathy doesn't do very well with, with medication. At all. Um, so if you ever want to see some funny shit, go online. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, online. It's all recorded. It's all recorded. There's no secrets. And so. But yeah, you had the. You, you had the sty. So, I had the sty in my and eye. Your husband teabagged you with the <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Oh, respect to the marriage. <laughs> respect to the marriage. <laughs> I made her snort. Respect to the marriage guy. That's private. Oh. Private. Oh, oh lord. So we're gonna X nay on that conversation. Okay. But he was <laughs> such an <laughs> asshole. So I, I end up going to the hospital because my throat closes and my eye I look crazy. Mm. <laughs> 
I looked crazy. I looked like I got into a fight. It was bad. Oh. And all and, and if I went earlier, I would not have. But why would you go with the site? But he knew that. And so later on, he See? was like, I told you I to told go to the you. hospital. I was like, well, how did I know? It was a prophecy thing. It was just you tell me what to do. What's the difference? Oh, my God. So, so I end up on serious. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not even playing around. Like, the medications they give me, it gives me psychic attacks. Oy. And then I end up telling people, by the way, your dead father is behind you. <laughs> and then they end up freaking out. And I don't know why. I'm like, oh, by the way, your dad's... Teresa are- Caputo by 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to uh, Third Eye, I think it's on Third Eye Blind. Um, when I talk about... Oh, it's on Psychic Stories. If you listen to The Sisters Are In, you can hear all my psychic stories. On Psychic Stories. Yeah. That's a funny one. When I had I, anaphylactic shock. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I yes, had yes, a yes, sweat yes, yes. and all of the staff came behind mm-hmm. me and they were like, it looked like a I show. St- I still think my favorite, one of my favorite stories that you told was the story of how, um, <laughs> without rehashing the whole thing, yeah. um, how you got a Christmas card from the son of Sam. Oh, I didn't get a Christmas. Oh, no. oh, yeah, I did get a Christmas card. I kept yeah. more than a Christmas card. He, he was my friend. He was your friend. He was my friend. And, just, and I'm such a huge, like, true crime. <laughs> like, I love. I have a lot of fans. Oh, my God. Via the, that story. Of, I love it's, it. It's, it's, it's a great story. Donna tells that story so well. She's such a good storyteller. Ugh. Such a great writer. That's so funny. Because, yeah. Like, who uh, would have thought? You. Only me. Only would, you would. would. Yeah. By the way, David says hi. Happy yeah. happy holiday. David Berkowitz <laughs> says hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the good old days. Oh yeah. Those were the good old days. Oh, so my goodness. Yeah, so to go around back to the psychic uh, mm-hmm. prelude of the direction mm-hmm. we're going in is that I ended up going to seminary to learn about spirituality. Mm-hmm. Don't really use much of it because everything kind of comes from me, but it was a great eye-opening experience to learn a lot of things that I didn't know about myself. And um, from there, I started doing weddings and funerals. You did our wedding. I did. That was you the best. It was the best. It was the best. And uh, it was an honor. Um, and doing weddings and also being able to counsel for real, mm-hmm. like to do spiritual counseling and have a license or like, you know, it's not really licensed if it's spiritual, but it is right. kind of a license. To do that, and then it just kind of evolved. And I started with one client mm-hmm. once a month, you know. Right. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And it's That's been... how the hair club for men started. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Exactly. Same thing. Same Gotta difference. feel good, look good. Exactly. In my friend's basement. In my friend's basement. I rented out her room. Um, I gave her a percentage. There oh, you go. <laughs> it kind of sounds bad. When I... I'll, give you... <laughs> I'll give you a percentage for the room. Oh, <laughs> What Lord. are you doing down there, Kat? Yeah, Nothing. Reading cards. I'm reading Read... cards. Yeah, sure. That's what they call it these days. <laughs> reading cards. And yeah. so it's been, it's been a long time. Over 20 years. It's been over 20 years professionally. I've worked um, for a psychic source. I did it online. Um, and now I have... I am so proud and so humbled to say that I have a full clientele mm-hmm. uh, where we're at the point where I can't really accommodate a <clears throat> right. lot. And so now we're, we do the podcast. Well, that's a mm-hmm. whole how we got started on that. Yep. But we're on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So that's our next endeavor where I'm able to reach people because I, I you know, one of the questions I ask is what makes me different? Mm-hmm. Like, what would make you different? Like, doing this podcast, it's like, 
what would set you different? Oh, I, you know, I don't really know. I think that what would set me different would be that this, well, right now, this isn't a moneymaker for me. It's a hobby. It's right. a, it's, an, it's something that I enjoy doing. But I also, I'm, I'm looking to be that person that can let other people know that they're not alone with the struggles of being parents. As much as we love being moms. Yeah. It's, you know, it's tough. It's a tough gig. And I, for one, have always felt very alone in that whole process of being a mom and being in a new area and trying to fit in and, and that kind of thing. So just if somebody listens to it and they can laugh for a few minutes and be like, oh, right. yeah, my kid has pissed all over, you know, the right. living room floor. And right. and they can at least put some humor on it. That's that's what I'm going for. That's so know? clear. And that's and that's what's going to keep you going forward and I had to really sit and say well what makes me so different than other spiritual advisors in any capacity and I think that I think that a lot of spiritual I'm not saying that other please right not others I'm not comparing because there's so many people who care out there but I really genuinely care about each person I sit with Mm -hmm. that I, I my intention is for them to be the most successful and what's really interesting is most of my clientele are readers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a reader's reader mm-hmm. because I want them to be successful because we need them. Right. We need people. Mm-hmm. You're a light worker. Like right. even though you, you, you don't have to put crystals on somebody's body and to be a healer. It's about the intention of of giving people a forum to feel good about their life. Mm-hmm. To make them feel safe in the direction they're going in. Right. And you're doing that. And, and so it may not look like what people in their mind are, are seeing it should be, mm-hmm. but you are that. And right. that's why I was like, you have to do this podcast yeah. because people have to hear that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know my history because I have two children. I have yes. Donovan and I have Sophia. Yep. Sophia's 23 and my son Donovan is 16. I just, can't believe he's 16. I can't believe he's 16. I can't believe it. Remember the day he came to the house and ate all the candy corn? Because <laughs> it was a cool candy corn party. <laughs> it saved his. It saved him. Now I understand him, though. It's, I understand him now. It's though, the God. candy corn party. He's, he loved. The I candy. wasn't even home for the candy corn party. We weren't either. I think we just let him go. We were just like candy corn. Exactly. You just want to eat candy Bye. corn. Bye, candy corn. <laughs> um, I think that with Donovan, I uh, the reason why I think you asked me to come on board here to join you in this mm-hmm. amazing podcast is that. Uh, not only am I a mother of two, but I'm a mother of a special needs child. Yes. Uh, and yep. it's okay for Donovan gives me permission to talk about him, which I always ask for permission. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is bipolar. Mm-hmm. He's also developmentally disabled, uh, intellectually challenged. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's intellectually challenged. Okay. And he's also has uh, a high spectrum on autism. Okay. He has pervasive developmental I... disorder. Okay. So he got slammed. Yeah, he's, he did. He got slammed and... Back in the early 2000s, I can't imagine in the 60s and 70s, over the early days when Mm -hmm. they just put these kids away, is there still was no support for parents who had special needs kids Mm -hmm. in in the mental health field. Right. If you have a Down syndrome child or if you have a child with a physical disease, thank God there's resources out there. But there's such a stigma still on mental health, Mm -hmm. especially with children, that the resources were very thin. So... 
and um, and you were looked at poorly too for oh, seeking outside services and long-term care oh that, yeah, absolutely yeah. It's a little bit different now it's a little it's bit more so forgiving. different it's so it's so different and i love sharing it that so when donovan um up until he you know he got kicked out of everyday care um he threatened every kid with scissors mm-hmm. he ran out of the house he mm-hmm. Uh, contem- he had suicidal ideations, mm-hmm. and how does that happen? Yeah, he yeah. also is psychic. Mm. I was going to ask you if either he or Sophie had it as well. Uh, Donovan is scary psychic, where we thought he was schizophrenic. Oh, and the coolest—I love this story. Uh, when he was about seven, he had a therapist um, at his residential school he was in because he was hospitalized mm-hmm. for months uh, because he wasn't safe. He was very, was very violent as a kid. And he, she was, uh, she came from Switzerland. She was very, she was just cool mm-hmm. as cool can be. And he sat down with her and he goes, how's little Yella? How's Smokey? Those were the names of her cats that she never told him. Oh, and she was like, oh, my been, God, like, in her out. accent. Yeah, she was like, like, in her accent, oh, my God, oh, my God. So she calls me up. She tells me the story, and I started crying. And I said, I've been trying to tell the doctors not to prescribe psychotropics of, you know, antipsychotics right. because he's not schizophrenic. He, you know, he can see uh, spirits and mm-hmm. things because that's my whole family has it. Yeah. So she, it was the first time that the hospitals recognized that, indigo child yeah instead of going no 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 he's schizophrenic so that was a huge pioneering thing mm-hmm. so we it was a long road to get him the help that he needed mm-hmm. and i fought for that and so i became i had a really high paying job um working for the state um and i had to quit my job uh, to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And there was a job as a family advocate in a residential program where he was at. And people thought I was crazy. But I pioneered that program like nobody's business. And I made sure that we had parent support groups. Yep. That parents had an ear to have. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, um, I was part of a group that went to Albany and lobbied for Medicaid reform. So that kids wouldn't be... Ho- kids with mental illness wouldn't be hospitalized for long-term care. Right. And that you can get, you can stay home and have mm-hmm. services come to you. Right. Donovan still didn't fit that because he was just too, too violent at the time. Um, but still, I feel like that's just a cute, it's a huge accomplishment and I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. And now this kid who was out of control, who couldn't regulate his emotions, who, um, was a very sad, mm-hmm. was very sad. Um, is now part of the community, and he has a job. He has his working papers. <laughs> go Donovan. He, go Donovan. He's just, he he knows how to regulate himself. He works really hard. He recognizes that he's different, and mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest part to watch. Yep. Yeah. So as a mom, seeing your kids go through their deficits or their mm-hmm. challenges, I think is the hardest thing yeah. being a mom. Yeah. I I would agree. I mean, on a you know on a different level, not to compare apples to oranges. No, but that, like, no, it's all it's you know, different. It's, just, it's all the same. Yeah, it's tough when you don't have all the answers and you don't. You all you can do is just you know hug your kid and be like, okay, it's mm-hmm. gonna be better. And right. for so long, like I've tried to be the mom that you know the quote unquote mom that's politically correct, and yeah. I don't talk 
you know, badly about other children. And I'm getting to the point now where with the shenanigans that sometimes go on, I'm a little less forgiving. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want you being around that person. Leave them alone. They're being a jerk. And I'll just tell her plain and simple. Yeah. You know, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted her to be able to kind of um, make good choices. Yeah. And I think it's more so, you know, trying to fit in and trying to be, you know, um, she wants to be liked and she wants to be, and she's so much like me in that regard. And I'm like, why are you picking up all my fucking bad habits? Because we all have them. Yeah. We all have them. And there's a reflection, you know, it's tough. It's tough not being able to solve their problems. And we talk, I talk a lot about the difference between encouraging and enabling your children. Yeah. And I have to work very hard not to enable because yeah, we parent here. out of guilt. Mm-hmm. We parent because we want we, we did something we th- we thought we fucked up on. Yeah. But in actuality, if you just step back and say, you know what, am I encouraging this or am I enabling her, you know, yeah. or him? And I think that one of the things that I did with my son, with no matter what the cards were dealt for him, no pun intended, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe pun intended, mm-hmm. um. He got a raw deal. He yeah, got a he really did. raw deal, but I wasn't going to allow him to do the woe is me. Right. I said, there's a purpose. You have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I said, Absolutely. I don't know what it is yet. I know what my a purpose is to love and be loved, but you have a purpose in the world and I don't quite know what it is, but let's do this together and figure it out. And regardless right. if he could understand it or not, mm-hmm. eventually, if I keep saying it, he was going to know that. Yeah. If eventually you tell your kid, you know what, there's nothing you can't handle. And sometimes you have to face the things that are hard. And sometimes you mm-hmm. have to build a strength. But here's a yep. safety plan. You're yep. going to take a deep breath. You're going to know that you're loved no matter what. And no matter what happens, I'm going to stand by you. You're mm-hmm. going to do what you got to do. Yep. And I think that seeing... I want you for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be my mom? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's just a hard, it's just a really, it's just a, it's just a learning process. Yeah. And you got to trust the process. And you also have to have the right mindset. I, I don't want to say mindset, but you have to have, you have to be in the right space. And, and that's one thing that I can say about you, just knowing your personality, is that you have been dealt a world of shit. In thrown, okay, thrown. Guys, laughing. I'm not even. No, it's true. I'm not trying to, to no. sound like a jerk. I, but no, you're not. I got. You, I did. You have overcome so much. Thank in, you for recognizing that. I appreciate and that. The fact that you can always see Kathy with a smile on her face and ready to to uplift other people and make other people feel comfortable and um mm. you know don't make me warm, cry this warm, is a fun fight don't, warm, she's touching me warm she's touches touching. warm touches <laughs> safety touches uh, i love you but no in all seriousness it has to be exhausting that you will, will have people that will be attracted to your personality and will want to almost suck that positivity sabotage out of you it? No, no, I just, oh, no, no, just be like, well, not only sabotage, but, but I'm talking about the people that will leech onto you because yeah. they know that your person, that, that you will always be that positive support to them yeah. and will always, you know, just the exhausting friend that will be like, oh, Kathy, please appease me. Please right. make me feel good. Please right. make me feel better. And that's got to suck. Well, I have to tell you that's But you not, know boundaries. I'm good you with... You are really good I'm with boundaries. I'm so good with boundaries. But I think that that's a great thing to talk about, especially when you're going through your own stuff and 
deciding, I decided in my life that I was not going to be the woe is me mom. Mm-hmm. When he was at his second round in the hospital for six months, I had a friend call me up and just kept saying, she kept saying, oh, it must be so, so hard. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I just, it like brought me down like, wait a second. What, am, what is she sorry? What am I missing here? Mm-hmm. I have a kid in need. I don't know what I'm doing, but I certainly, this isn't helping me. Yeah. And that was the moment I said, I'm not, I'm choosing not to be a woe was me person. Because mm-hmm. I, I can go down that route. I can easily victimize myself in, right. a, in a heartbeat. And we all can. We all yeah. can. But it's the choice that I made that I wasn't going to do that. And so what happened, it, it, it was a priority thing. Right. Are you more important than my son? No. Get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody came in, I would say, if they're bringing me down, I think in my head, are you, are your needs more important than my children? No, not quite. Listen, right. this isn't going to work out. And what ended up happening as I was building, I was building the courage that I never had. Right. I wasn't, I didn't always have good self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I didn't always have the confidence. I had to throw myself in there and make those choices. And when somebody wants to leech on... I'm like, you're not going to, you're not going to, it's not going to hold. Right. But it's not that I'm not going to be there for you, but you're going to realize that I'm going to start disappearing mm-hmm. because I don't owe you anything, but I am going to be here for you. Right. Right. That's a, that's a fine <clears throat> line. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a fine line. And I think that it takes a lot of practice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it takes a Because I'll be that woe is me mom in a heartbeat. Be like, oh my God, I've got so much to do. I can't handle it all. I got laundry. I have dishes. I have to cook dinner. I have to drive an hour and a half to work. A, and I'll be the, and right. I'll just wallow sometimes. Yeah. And then I, then I'm a beast to him because he's on his phone and he's not paying attention and I'm having a hard time and he's just <laughs> sitting there going, at the wall. <laughs> I'll just tell you, I'll tell you a story. Here's my woe is me okay. for the podcast. Oh, I so, the other night I um, met with one of the PTA moms um, to go. I'm going to be part of the their book purchasing program because they have something called Parents as Reading Partners. Yeah. And she asked if I could help, you know, search the Internet for the books that they're going to purchase. So I cooked dinner. I came home, you know, did everything, left it all on the table. And I said, I'll be back. I have to go to her house. She lives around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I was there until probably a little after eight. I come home. And he's sitting at the dining room table on his phone. The kid is in the living room watching TV. And all the fucking food from dinner and the dirty dishes are still on the dining room table. Done. Was there slaughter in the house? I was so mad. Was there slaughter? No, because I don't... I I just stew. I wallow. Mm -hmm. And... And I always, you know, it was that, that the definition of insanity is, Do is it, doing the same, same thing, thing over and over, over again. again. Yeah. Get and getting the same result. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm clinically insane because <laughs> that's what I do. And I wait for him to be like, oh, honey, do you need help? Let me help you. But no, he ignores me. And I just get madder and I fester and I'm like <laughs> under my breath. Yeah. So, um, yeah, see, he's not even looking at me because he knows... He he just doesn't. Yeah. All right. Okay. No so, domestics on the no domestics on the podcast. <laughs> you know, but, I but think that's, that's I think that's such a. You know, uh, one of the things we talk about <laughs> is letting go of expectations. Yeah. Trying to I've change. listened to that podcast more than once. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to change the expectations of the person you're with and trying to change them. 
is very I'm difficult. not trying to change him. I would just like him to acknowledge that I need a little more help. Okay. You're, you're trying to change him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This podcast is over. Thank you for joining us. And that's why I don't have no, to say anything. No, we're just kidding. <laughs> we're just kidding. Guy's the best. You're very like, guy's the best. He's, the best. He's all right. He's great. And I'm sure I was doing something. You were on you your were phone. You were for like eight hours. I, I was left at 6.30. It was quarter party. after eight. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to fight her. Don't. So let's anyway. get back to us. Okay. Let's get back to us. Get <laughs> <laughs> back to us. Priority of us. Is I think that, yes. you know, when we talk about that, that able to wallow in things that we can't change or, right. you know, right. is a very hard thing to say. But again, nothing happens overnight. It's trial and error of what you're going to put up with. 23 years. <laughs> and what you're going to put up with and what you're not going right. to put up with. And sooner right. or later, your tolerance gets really low. Yeah. As you get older. It gets less and less as you get I've older. I've noticed that. <laughs> I have no, I have zero. All of a sudden, I'm like. Yeah. I'm supposed to be like I feel like I'm. I try very hard. Not that I. I don't have to try as hard. But right. my spiritual goal in life when I started the path was to react without action. That was Oof. my goal. Like that was all I had to learn until mm-hmm. I die mm-hmm. and go into my next assignment. Okay. And it took me so long to practice that. So every time I was faced with bullshit, right? I'd say, "Wait, what's my goal? To react without action. So I need to shut my mouth." Take a deep breath, mm-hmm. observe what am I willing to tolerate, what am I not? And then I stopped engaging in certain behaviors and it was very helpful. It took, I don't know, ten years. Damn it. <laughs> but I still but had to be- whenever I react without reacting, I just get yelled at more. Because you're not engaging. That was you're ignoring. You just said that. But you're no. It's different. It. I think. Nope. 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 See, see, you he's... jump. You jump sides. Nope. You're not on my side anymore. Say. Yeah. Well, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Whose podcast is it? Mm. Melissa. There you go. Okay. Who's the engineer? Oh yeah, okay. you, you are. Click, Sorry. We turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's true. Like I think partnerships are very can be very challenging because you have to you have to look at the bigger picture of what your purpose is together. Mm-hmm. It's not two halves that create a whole it's two complete beings in their own life to create that family and what happens is that we bring a lot of our stuff that we haven't really <laughs> cleaned. We bring... i didn't say anything i didn't say anything <laughs> i didn't do anything she just looked we at me and starts to, laughing we have to we have to we have to just kind of better ourselves and allow that person to grow with us mm-hmm. or vice versa sometimes i know that my husband is way more evolved in some things that I am that mm-hmm. I have to look at him and say, how did you do that? I was really an asshole right there. And he was able to just look at me, yeah. redirect it. And I said, yep. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And he had to teach me, well, the first thing you have to do is love yourself. Well. Yeah. Because you know why he was mad at me? I'll tell you, I love this story. I love this. This is my favorite story. So, when I met him, I was 300 pounds. And we talk about weight on the podcast. I think it's mm-hmm. very important to yeah. talk about it. Yep. Um, I was 300 plus pounds, I think. And I had just come out of a violent relationship. Yep. Yep. And so um, he's a very good looking man. And he's mm-hmm. built. And he could. he's, he's great. And mm-hmm. I would constantly make fun of myself. I think I remember you telling yeah. me about this. Yeah. And I would just make fun of myself. And I would make derogatory comments and 
call myself a whale or try to find a way to kind of find humor. <laughs> you used to call your, you used to say you had a Wonder Bread ass. I do have a Wonder Bread ass. I remembered ass. you saying my that. My ass looks like a Wonder Bread. <laughs> like it has bloop bloop. It's like the side. It's like my thighs are, it's crazy. Like, oh, no, you don't. Like a Wonder Bread oh, please. Ass. So I would, I would make these statements. Yeah. And it was months and months and months. And the, we never, we're not really arguers. We are communicators. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time he literally like put it like <laughs> stomped, put his hand down. And he was like, you know what? You're insulting me. I said, if you think that I have that, I, my standards are that low that I would be somebody who thought of them that mm-hmm. way. Do you think that, that I would want to be with them? Like, literally shoving it in my face, like, I'm disrespecting him because he found me attractive. He loves me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I was, I, that was harsh. Yeah. And I had to learn, wait a second. He's, I said, what do I have to do to change? He's like, you really, if you want to be with me, you have to love yourself. I can meet you where you're at. So mm-hmm. if you love yourself, I'm going to love you harder. Right. But I'm not here to constantly bring you up because... Mm-hmm. That's not fair either. Right. And that was a lesson I had to learn with my relationships and friendships. Mm -hmm. And he taught me that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the health of what do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. (laughs) (laughs) We were all headbanged. We just were on cue. (laughs) We were on cue. And so, yeah, so we want to rock. And, you know, but I think that if we get caught up in the things that don't matter, Mm -hmm. that's not going to matter in five years. Right. Then we misguide ourselves. And, and we miss a lot of other stuff along the way. You miss a lot of other stuff. Does yeah. it really matter? Does it, there's like, there's some stuff if you have to say, I really need help right now. And that's just something you're going to have to say all the time. Then that's just something if you're, if you're, if you love him more than that situation, then you just say, get up. I need your help right now. And he'd be like, okay. No. He'd be and like, you, you lie. I should throw something at you. <laughs> Don't throw it at There's a fork here. No. Just like safety. So, so I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she grabs a fork for safety. <laughs> I just said no, I, I know. I didn't want you to throw the fork. I didn't know what you were throwing. There's, there's, there's bottles. She's there's really concerned. Fork. Listen, I'm trained professional in de-escalating domestics. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So the phone's ringing. That's a so phone. Let's, phone, we're going to take a phone break. phone is ringing. Let's take a break. A Are we taking a break? No. Oh, I thought we'd take a break when no, that happens. Okay. No, that's okay. We don't have oh, that's to our break. podcast. <laughs> when something rings, we take a break. That's because you're more professional. <laughs> you're a lot more episodes in than we are. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you. Shit just oh, thank you. Over here. I love it. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I, I, The whole reason is just to tell you that, you know, the fact that you had an idea in your head and you followed through. It doesn't matter the end. It's the journey. And mm-hmm. I don't mean to be cliche about it, but it's right. so true. I have no expectations on the sisters are in. Right. I love what we're doing. Right. We took an idea of Donna and I sitting there right. and, and people coming in asking our advice for free, adver- free, free advice for free a dollar. Free advice for a dollar. Mm-hmm. But even before then, people would come in and we're like, here we are going through shit. Right. And people are worried about their problems and we would laugh. Right. And we decided when we moved into Rosendale and we wanted to meet the community, we're like, why don't we just do free advice for a dollar? And it started and we've been doing it for quite some time. 
but they always make sure that there's a you know disclaimer at the very beginning this is for entertainment purposes only <laughs> i am not responsible <laughs> exactly. for your choices exactly. i don't care what's happening i'm here to help you in the moment yeah but, but I you guys have in, but you guys have a very um i don't want to say eclectic but maybe that is the word eclectic yeah. group of of friends and yeah. so you've got you know all races all creeds colors yeah. religions religion oh very vast i mean religions. it's serious yeah. and yeah. political views and yeah. all you've got the gamut and um even just with your mixer the the people that were there was that cool they, they were very very cool. that was really but cool. you had you had like the the spectrum yeah. you know you had you know a woman that was there that had never even met you before. Yeah, you she comes to my house. I'm like, hey, she's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, you come know? on in. Um, she's but, our, one of our biggest fans now too. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yeah, it's very but, interesting. But you know, but that's the thing. When I first met your family, now your mother, God rest her soul. Oh she no, was, no, God no. rest. Okay, she's sorry. here rumbling around, know, sure. causing fucking havoc <laughs> all the time. We talk about Patty all the time. Patty, Patty, she's Patty. Alive. She was something else. <laughs> And it feels so good that way. I, I know. <laughs> I have to say, I love the fact that you know my mom. Yeah. Because yeah. people don't understand when we talk about oh, her, what I know, the spirit Patty. really means. <laughs> I've experienced. I've experienced the Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she she had definitely um, yoked me up a few times uh, verbally. Um, so we close. were neighbors but, for a while. Yes, we were. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. But <laughs> you I, remember, I apologize. Oh my god! For the I have to say though, one of my favorite stories about being neighbors with your mother was the day that Guy and oh. I were fighting. We were play fighting in the kitchen. You don't of remember your house? this? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember when, when we, we lived across, across the, the street? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right, right. We were we were in the kitchen. Remember, we were play fighting, and I was yelling, "Help! Help!" And you and your sister Tracy busted down the door in the kitchen. Yes. You don't remember this? I don't remember. I... You guys busted in the back door of the kitchen because our kitchen doors were adjoin- like not adjoining, but they yeah, were right across the hallway. And you heard me yelling for help, and the two of you came to my rescue. And did you not feel loved? I did. And you guys beat the shit out of guy. I remember. That was like the well, only you time know, I ever because Tracy was with me. If I was Tracy. by myself, that would not yeah. 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 He always yeah. ends up beating yeah. me. Yeah. Well, we, but yeah, I remember well, that. Well, no, we didn't get kicked out of the bar, but we were definitely asked to stop wrestling one night. Who? You and him. Oh God, we caused so many problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a pro. It was a problem. Yeah, it was a problem. But actually, our daughter, we named Genevieve. We when when I met your friend's daughter, Genevieve. Genevieve, yeah. Yeah. I fell in love with that name, yeah. and. Oh, and he that was cr- that. She was the. the oh my god, yeah. that's amazing! I loved that name. After I had never heard of it until then. And he had liked the name, and he used to call her Genevieve. And that's when that's we were how both you pronounce it. right. Genevieve. And right. that's how we wanted to pronounce. And you should hers. be Guy. But yeah, well. Do you ever see Turbo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a guy. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, your your Santa's mom was um. That's like my favorite movie. That's my favorite. They've lost it. They've lost their minds. <laughs> so, um, so but yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. And then um Well, she had to have her first 
letter had to start with a because, Q. Because, and then right. the middle had to be O, yes. because your last is D. And yes. we are so, so be God. Yes. So we are so that. not religious. I love that. <laughs> We're so not religious. Well, there's a difference between religion and spirituality, being this spiritual. This is true, but she wants, like, her initials on stuff. But... And people don't, not everybody in the world is like Kathy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, spiritual. This is God. Yeah. This so is God. She'll... Who is, who's Lunchbox? Who is God? Exactly. And Jenna's like, That me. would be me. And I'd be like, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lives yeah. in her, works through her. Yeah. That's what. There you go. <laughs> She's an old soul. She's such an old she soul. She really is an old soul. I love it. But, and and your dad, I have oh to say. Oh my God. Your dad was the best. <sighs> my he dad. Was, he was awesome. He's the uh, I miss him awful. I know you But do. I can see him. I can feel him. Yeah. I know he's with me all the time. He was a cool dude. Yeah. He was always so chill, you know, Bob. <laughs> he was. He was like, hi. You know, and I never really got that until you met we Patty. started living here. Well, no, like, I mean, yes, I, I got it because it was just him with you Tracy, Donna, Renee. and Patty. Right, and Renee. And Renee. And Renee, and Renee. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'm saying, like, I, I didn't get it in right. my bones right. until <laughs> we moved in here, and it's just me with Melissa and Jenna and my mother uh, and yeah. the cats who are yeah. neutered and the dog who is neutered. You understood like, it. You understood like, it. Like, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, a lot of estrogen. Now I really get it. I get yeah. it. He's I, wallowing yeah. in the estrogen. It's it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is that one thing with dad was his relationship with Sophia, my oh, daughter. Oh my god, yeah. The sun rise, rose, and set with Sophie. Yeah. And I didn't get it. Yep. And I'm like, you're enabling you my now, kid. Now. You're being an asshole. You need to stop being an old man. You're doing it wrong. He was like, shut up. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. She's my granddaughter. I'm going to spend $1,000 on a computer. Even though I said no. Yes, I just worked that through. And I'll buy her 10 cars and whatever she wants. I'm like, no, she can't handle it. And he just worshipped her. And I understood now why. Because he, she kept him alive. Mm-hmm. When, you know, when she was born, he had cancer and he just wanted to see her graduate high school and yep. he kept it together. And I think that love, they, they love each other mutually. And it was like amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And so when I have Nico. Now you get it. I look at him and I go, you can have the thousand dollar computer. <laughs> yeah. I have already put money away for your car. Whatever yep. you want. Whatever exactly. you need. You're so perfect. Life is good. And he is so cute. Oh, my God. First of all, if you could put, if you could, I don't know. I just want to eat him. He's mm-hmm. so cute. Like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yum, yep. yum, yum. Yep. He's starting to smile. All right, I won't go into it because it's cheesy. No. Like the grandmother thing, that annoying hey. thing. That I was always like, I don't want to see your pictures. I'm like, look at the pictures. Look at all the pictures I have. And I swipe <laughs> the phone. <laughs> I love getting your pictures. I send Every you now pictures, and then like, she sends my... me pictures looking at my baby. Look at, look at my baby. Look what I got. Mm, it's called an investment. It is. It's investment. a big one. It's a big investment. It's a big investment. I love it. So but. I'm very happy, and things come full circle. Mm-hmm. And here they we do. are. They and do. Here we are. Okay, well, hold on. I'm going to hijack this just for a second. Okay. Because I do want to get back to talking about um, uh, Patty and <laughs> then Sophie. Well, no, because... There's a lot of material there. Do you need this microphone? So, Are you close enough? Can you hear yourself? 
Yeah, see, I'm projecting, so... Okay, I'm just I, asking, because sometimes yeah, you sound yeah, far no, away. See, I don't have to lean into the mic and, like, gobble the microphone to be I'm heard. dominant, and you're They have, have to a get history. Ignore them. Get over it. Mm. You can't. Face. You can't. It's against the law. Why? Why? Because we're on a podcast, and he <laughs> actually said that on, so everybody can hear. Yeah, there you go. Okay. okay. So, so go ahead. Anyway. Ta- talk about Patty and Sophie. Well, um, actually, for a while... I worked for your mother. Yeah, you did. And, and you watched over, Sophie. And we took over her bookkeeping. Yep. Was that good? Yep. Was that a good deal? No. Was she a pain in the ass? Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was like means. very quick to answer those questions. Like, but we were also okay, using so. like MS DOS. <laughs> whatever. Oh my God. It was the awful. To do that was so old. Yeah, but, but um, anyway. It was to help her, and that was really well, what our goal was. That. I really yeah. appreciate that. Right. And, <clears throat> I mean, my overall point was yeah. just getting across, like, how intertwined we were at various points. Yes. That, you know, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. your mom, she started her own business yep. doing payroll, right. of all things, yep. and uh, payroll and bookkeeping. And then, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember how I ended up starting to work for her. She probably told you, I need you to help me. No. Because she's very... remember. I do remember. Um, <laughs> I was working a full-time job in retail. And for those of you that, like, know me today, um, you know that, like, if I had to work retail now, I'd make <laughs> it about 15 minutes, maybe. Like, I, I'm just not that person. I don't know He's how I help with people. Old and angry. <laughs> he is old and angry. <laughs> he's he's angry. gonna be. He's gonna be that old man on the porch. Slow your cars down. <laughs> That's shaking him now. his cape. That's true. That's him now. He was, was there yesterday. Say, yeah, yeah, no. The like... gray coming in him. Like, <laughs> oh, oh he's so killed. gray. So gray. And it's all me. It's because I don't no, die. No, you're so pretty. You're so pretty. Okay, so go ahead and tell me <laughs> how is this intertwined? Oh wow, that ninja died. <laughs> we did. So, so but, how did um, that? Yeah. Well, because. Through her contacts, she had found um, that Penthouse Comics was opening an office in Statsburg. Okay. And she knew that I was into comics and I wanted a career in comic books. And uh, she, they were opening their office there and they had an opening for, you know, just a office drone person, whatever. Mm -hmm. And... She got me that job, so I quit my full-time job to go take a chance on this, and I kid you not, people can Google this, like, three days or four days later, I was out of a job, the editor-in-chief had committed suicide. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, way to bring the room down. I know, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, I mean... Right. I don't know. I'm not telling it as a sad story. No, it was just, just like facts. a crazy right. chain of events. Right. Mm-hmm. No, like one day I'm sitting there. Um, you know. Yeah. They went out for something, and uh, you know the the jogger capsule yeah. things that you put your keys in and you run, like whatever. Millennials wouldn't know that now. Yeah, yeah well, no. Fuck them. But um, <laughs> that's what I say. That's exactly. Yeah. Like, no, so fuck like them. one was on my desk. I open it up. Shit you not, there's a little vial of cocaine, so I put it back. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right, well, I guess this is how we're rolling. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first day at Jeez. this office. It's a movie. It and is. This is like a trailer to a movie. <laughs> well, no, like, you know, yeah. like, 
they came back and you know um i went to lunch i come back the the thing is gone and like nobody says anything so i'm like all right cool whatever it is what it is and then you know like i said like three four days later uh the office was shut down and then you know like a day or two after that i get a call from one of the guys that i was working with and he was asking me if i'd heard what happened and i'm like no, like I, I'm low I man know. on the total. No, yeah, like I just turned the lights on at this point. Right, and that was that I, was pretty much what I did. I hold a broom and turn the lights exactly. on. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, and he was telling me um, apparently something was funny with the books and uh, Penthouse, like the publishers, yeah. they were investigating, and the guy who was in charge of Penthouse Comics at that point killed himself jesus and um yeah so then i was like out of a job and mom and then yeah well can we say something nice about mom that was really great that she did hire no it 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 was was. and like it was such a weird experience working for your mom because i had only gotten checks before you know so i you know you get your check at the end of the week and there's some you know right scribble on the thing and you know you never pay attention to it you don't give a fuck where it came from you just go cash a check and then like now i'm you know learning that side of it and you know she's taking me to all of these well for me sorry i know i'm sorry it's just my life i got to work out (laughs) i got to work out of somebody's house where if i was hungry i just got up and went in the kitchen yeah (laughs) you held my baby yes he took care of Sophie yeah. so I could go to work. I appreciated that. Yeah. And, I appreciated you know, that. Um, she, uh, you know, she took me around to, like, the Chamber of Commerce meetings. Right, and, and um, she got you in Duchess Leadership uh, or Yeah, or Leadership Duchess. Yeah, but that, you know, like, she right. always does that. She pisses you off and does these resourceful, really nice things. And it's like, <laughs> it's so oxymoron. And then she, didn't she drag us into, um, what was that, Kids Expo? Oh, Kids got, Expo was great. Yeah, yeah. I got exposed I to got that. I got a job. I yeah. got a job because of mom. My yeah. first interpreting job. I didn't know sign. I took two classes. <laughs> <laughs> I took. You know that story? Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I was born deaf. We all right. know that. No jokes. No jokes. I'm just putting it out there. Listen, you've so, got enough <laughs> jokes. Like, that, that's old material. That's low-hanging mm. fruit at this that point. That is old jokes, isn't it? <laughs> so I was born deaf, and I think my and mom was so afraid that I was going to grow up I got my hearing back later, so I was delayed. Clearly. No jokes. No jokes. Mm. Clearly. And so <laughs> and so she was so afraid I was gonna get become deaf again that she took me I did like two like went to sign language at Bosey's mm-hmm. at night with her. Mm. I ended up picking it up really quick. <laughs> yeah, killing me so exactly yeah, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. And so <laughs> And so, by the way, I'm sorry for those of you that couldn't see. Um, she taught me to sign one song, so I started doing the part that I remembered. And I, I'm glad we stopped when we did because that was really all I remembered. Killing yeah. me softly. Yeah. Listen, yeah. at least you learned. You learned we learned something. it together. Remember? Yeah. yeah, I taught you guys. <clears throat> and so, from there, I I did two I did two years of sign. I did two years of sign, and I and I actually learned like as if I was in four years. And I and my teacher was I learned from somebody who was deaf, so I was like a natural with mm-hmm. it. And mom did kids expo, and the teacher that I had was like, "Hey, 
Kingston's looking for an interpreting job. And I said, I can't, I can't want to interpret. I, what are you talking? Yes, I'll teach you everything you need to know in two weeks. I know you. I did. I went to her house for two weeks. There was nine certified. I was not certified. There was no certification at the time. There was nine certified interpreters sitting in the office looking for this job. I got the job. See? And I was like, and then they found out that I didn't have any education like a year later. And they're like, um, can you come to the principal's office? I'm like, shit. They found me out. Oh. And he's like, listen, you, I found out you don't really have education. I'm like, you lied on your application. I'm like, of course I did. I was like, I needed a job. <laughs> and he thought I was so funny. He was like, I give you two years. You better finish up. And he let me stay. Oh, and then wow. we finished. And <clears throat> I ended up doing that for 13 years and then got the hell out. Okay, yeah. so I already told, this is a, a separate uh, segue, I guess. it's not even a segue, because I'm not even going to go say. into another story. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that just for a second. Um, uh, uh, I already told the one story about um, Jim Jeffries and his sign language interpreter, I forgot what episode, but blah, 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 uh -huh. if you guys are listening, you should know it. Uh, now, take a minute and Google... Eminem's sign language interpreter. Oh, it's it got to be like rocking. Yeah, rocking. I mean, like as fast as he raps, and she keeps up with him. Did you see the one it with the metal? Did you see the interpreter that does heavy metal? No. Oh my god. Did you see the interpreter that didn't know what she was interpreting and was <laughs> was making stuff up? Did you see that one? <laughs> I laughed my I laughed until I, I laughed almost peed so my hard. pants. She, you know what she was saying, and everybody kept calling. No, me. I was gonna ask you, know, you what she said. She kept saying it's gonna be a long day. It's a long day. Meanwhile, they're saying there's a terrorist attack. There's all this stuff. And all she's saying, it's a long day. And her sign language just, it was, there was no finger spelling. Yeah. She was just she's, like, she's, she's flowing her fingers. You didn't see that guy? She was just flowing her fingers. Oh, no, I, I heard She was twiddling her fingers as though she was finger spelling. And it really said nothing. I, could, I was crying. Meanwhile, I was like, <laughs> please tell me. The deaf community understand closed caption is the way to go. Yeah. Like, just Shoot. do it. We don't, we don't have a deaf community, but our entire, we have everything on closed caption. I have everything because I can't hear. Well, well even though I'm not deaf. Jenna loves to the read. The whispering. The whispering. Je I well, can't hear the whispering. No, I, <clears throat> well, I, I fight with that all the time, but we'll, we'll get back to that. But uh, what she's talking about, Jenna has always liked to read. And at first, this was annoying as shit. She had to have the closed caption on so she could read along with right. what they're saying. So that's why she's so brilliant mm -hmm. and perfect. Right. Right. Okay, yeah, but, you know, I'm like, fuck, I just want to watch TV. Like, I But see, now I, I have everything with the closed captions. I have partly everything. because I can't hear it. And, right. Yeah, but. And, yeah, now I'm I so can't do the it. whispering. And she'll get mad if the captioning doesn't match. Like, if we're streaming something on Netflix. That happens, yeah. Like, she'll call me she in. She say that. I have to. She didn't say I that. have to turn off Netflix. I. And Restart turn it back everything, on and, yeah. And make sure that the captioning matches what they're saying. Yep. She's but so great. The, but I have uh, it on because I'm just, I'm really like going partially deaf. Well, no, the the whispering thing. Um, yeah, like I, that's a pet peeve of mine too. When I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, what did they say? Conversation. Yeah. You you set your volume yeah. for a conversation, and then the explosions are just <laughs> so loud, it's like obnoxious. And you have to go down, and, and you have to go the, back up. And then they start whispering. And you're like. What's going on? I can't. So I can't it, do it. that one is not yeah, just no. you. I, I feel like we have. I think I, these I are problems. I wish I would blame it on you, but no, that no, one's not. You blame everything on, on me. No, don't blame it on Kathy. 
<clears throat> blame it on the night. Blame it on the night. No. No, 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 no. What is that? Blame it on the rain. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Millie yeah. Vanilli. She's terrible. What's that song? What's that song? Blame it on the rain. It's not blame it on the night. That that's a great there, song. There's a blame it on the night, but there's there is a blame it on the night. Blame it on the rain. But the okay. one you were singing <clears throat> was not it. Was blame no. it on the rain. Okay, well blame it With on the, the rain. With the wrong words. Yeah. Blame it on the rain. Don't blame it so, on the rain. It's too late now. I, okay. Okay. So. Yes. This is an example I, I, I of growing like, up. I, this is what it see? was like growing up. See. But Since now, we were four, I was fourteen. Yeah, old. So, um, and I'm 44. Sophie stories. That's 30 years. No, or 20. No, for him and I, it's 23. So it's for you two. It's a lot longer than that because you guys known each other since you were what, 16, 15, 14. I was 14, you were 15. Okay, that's a long time. That's a long time. And I've done math all day, and I really don't want to have to calculate it. So this is what it was like. These conversations is exactly what it's like. And it just never changes. It's like when I swear I'm going to I'm going to segue into something. I'm going to segue. Into something. Oh, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to segue. I, I thought of something else, too. Go ahead. What did you what did you want to say? And then I'll segue what you're going to say. Oh, no. I was going to talk about how we used to sit around playing dominoes and cheat. <laughs> I could not count with mom and dad. I could not oh, count. Oh, your mom and dad, though, were pretty brutal when it came to dominoes. You know, Actually, no, brutal. your mother was brutal with... I, I hated playing Scrabble with her. First of all, I don't. I didn't and know she how... she didn't count three-letter words. Oh, yeah, she was yeah. a... Per, she was... I don't know. Yeah. She was just amazing. I love that we talked <clears throat> about her. I had been thinking about her anyway, so I'm sure in the light, like, she... In so many ways, she was a great mom because we could do anything. Mm-hmm. She never really said no to us. She almost made me poke a skunk. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I uh, think we're going to leave uh, that in the grave with mom. Become uh, poking yeah. a skunk. <laughs> okay. Now, now I hear it. Now I hear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know where you were going. Oh, we don't really poke, poke skunks. No, let's yeah. not poke skunks. Let's not, I think no. you need to keep that. But now, now bringing it back to the whole idea of this podcast. Um... <laughs> Because, you know. Okay, by the way, before the podcast, Kathy was giving us some friendly advice on how to keep keep things a little more linear and how to stay on topic. Yeah, whatever. We failed. Exactly. You know know why? Because because I feel like. I feel like this was a long time coming, having a great conversation. Yes, absolutely. Well, and that's what this podcast is. That's yeah. what it ends up being. You know, I go in and I say, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then it just all evolves into something else. And it turns it's, out it's, something it's, great. It's fine. So, but that being said, your mom was a hard mom. She was a hard mom. She was a very hard mom to you and your sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think... Ooh, talking about mom. This is relevant. Yes. What do you think was the? What about your mother's your your mother's mothering made you the mother that you are? Because you have a very good relationship with your daughter, and you have a very good relationship with Donovan, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But taking Donovan out of the equation for a yeah. few minutes, and having to be a mom to Sophia and not forget yeah. that you have another child that doesn't have special needs mm. um, and not having her take a back seat. 
if you know what I mean. I think there were times where she did have to take a back seat naturally, well, but it yeah, was nothing I didn't recognize right. and that we didn't work through. Um, my, well, we're going to say Patty, my mom. I think I learned from doing certain things opposite, but taking her strengths. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to be strength-based. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. um, part of the themes that I'm doing on Patreon is letting go. That's what we're focusing on this week. It's like, how do you let go of relationships that don't work? Right. Or how do you let go of things you can't let go of from your past that aren't relevant anymore, but you still have a Ugh. hard time? Yeah. It, it's, it's tough. And so the exercise that I do is I, I, I place her in front of me visually in my imagination and say, well, you know what, Patty, the things that you did do that were so incredible is that she was non-judgmental. Right. Yep. She was very resourceful. Mm-hmm. She had no fear. No. Like she would. Con- no. She had zero. Oh my God. That woman. Fear. She had no fear. She didn't give a shit what people thought about her. She was a voluptuous. And she was. Like vi- yeah. she was a voluptuous Greek. Yep. Woman who was very opinionated and very just opinionated. loud and you, you you tell her that she has cancer and she picks up a pack of cigarettes and she's like fuck it you know <laughs> that's not and, my way but yeah that's her way right that's her exactly way. And, and i think i took like her strengths of being that resourceful um i thought she was a beautiful woman mm-hmm. like i look like her and i had to learn how to love myself Mm-hmm. physically and i say you know what but i always say to my i always said to her no matter how big she was um that she's a beautiful woman mm-hmm. like attractive woman and that i look like her and i have to appreciate that so i give her that and i think her parenting and non being jud- judgmental but putting us first even yeah. though she was tough on us mm-hmm. um she'd always had our backs right she never turned her back on us no matter how hard no matter pain in the ass no matter what and I think I took those strengths from her and mm-hmm. I pocketed that. Yeah. But then I took the opposite of her. She was a yeller. She was aggressive. She was, um, it was very difficult to talk to her mm-hmm. because of the reaction. Yep. And so I always did the opposite of that, where I think with Sophie and Donovan, I'm not shocked at the things that they're going to tell me. I'm always two steps ahead. Right. Not because I'm psychic, because I'm psychic too. And they'll right. tell you it sucks having a psychic mom. Yeah. Um, but I'm always two steps ahead of them, but not taking life as it having to be hard. We went through really hard times together. We had something in common. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, having that denominator out of that picture, we were able to bond over that healing process and, I kind of leaded that, like saying, yeah. looking them at, at them like people, mm-hmm. not just my kids. Mm-hmm. And they're not here to be my friend. Right. I'm right. here to guide them and to encourage them to be independent. Do you uh, want a nine-year-old for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would take it a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's just so great. She's yeah. so great. She's the best. Yeah. But did you do you ever, as a mom... Um, like second guess yourself on a regular basis like do did you ever do that my thing is one of and this is probably too deep and I no it's okay even do that, no no you know, it's okay but is i am there's that constant worry in the back of my head all the time am i doing it wrong am i doing it wrong or am i what i'm going to say is it going to mess her up is it what i'm going to do you know am i doing a disservice like i'm always second guessing my decisions with her and then when she does something i'm like 
god that is so me why is she doing it like that and i get angry because she's acting like me and i don't want those those i think you know i think that's a great conversation because first of all you're you have control issues Oh, you think? Yeah. You like, think? Yeah, I think really? so. I'm saying that in a loving way. Oh, like, my God, no. You want to try to control. You're not responsible for her actions and feelings. Right, But right. you are responsible to do the best you can to bring her to have community behavior. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is trust in her journey and to know that she's your assignment. That she was brought to you because you were the best mom for her. And if you let Boy, go, she drew the short straw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know, and having that confidence that, you know, kind of like what, what my husband said. It's like, you know, you have to have confidence that, you know, look at your strengths and make sure you give her her strengths. But if you have so much fear about what she's going to be, you, you attract that. What yeah. you fear you bring near. Right. And you have to understand if she's anything like you, like you she's going to be fabulous. Hmm. All you do is care about other people. Right. You're a giver. Well, that's true. You mm-hmm. you want to do the right thing, and you your moral compass is great. Mm-hmm. So what else does all that stuff matter? Right. But teach her to have self esteem and say, look at look at how amazing you she are. Said too much. No, it's good. <laughs> she, there's never enough. Self, there's never there's never too much because no, know. you know she's gonna because she's gonna get knocked down <clears> a couple <throat> times, mm-hmm. and because she, she's gonna need that over that 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 overflow. Yeah. To kind of balance it out. Yeah. And I think that as parents, we doubt ourselves because we have these insecurities. You have to first look at, let go of those insecurities. Look mm-hmm. how far you've come. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking right. about strength-based. Strength based. Right. So you have to look at your strengths. Yep. Yeah. You got this. You got it. What was your first initial reaction when Sophie told you she was going to have a baby? I was so happy. Were I you? cried. Oh, my God. I was a wreck because I understand how important that is because I don't I'm not here to judge her right on her path and her life Mm -hmm. and I really believe in what's meant to be and to me this was a miracle child because she wasn't she wasn't supposed to she wasn't she she had different I don't want to get into her personal things but I know that it would have been hard for her Mm -hmm. so for this baby to hang on and want to be here it was a spiritual experience for mm-hmm. me. I was ex- I was cry. I was so happy, and I unfortunately I was more happy than they were, because they they were scared of and they course. didn't know what they were gonna. But I was Shoot, like, how old was I? Thirty six, and I was scared to death. I had Sophia at twenty in nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Was nineteen when I had her. Yeah, and I wasn't scared. I was like, all right, we're doing this because I always had in my head we're just doing this. Yeah, and I had resistance from my family, mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna do that to her. Good. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to make it Do you it see why she's like so awesome and oh. everybody wants to be friends with her? <laughs> Life doesn't have to be ugly. Why no. does it have to be hard? Why do we have to make it hard for everybody? Listen, yeah. just go with the flow. Yeah. And, you know, and she's grown with this baby. I've grown with this baby. It's just like, what? We'll make it work. Yeah. You got to make it work. And he's cute. Oh, my Have God. I said that he's cute? He's my so God, adorable. he's cute. Beautiful. I, I feel like you could have made better decisions in godparents, but, you know, she turned out okay. Wow. Well, those the, godparents weren't even around. Those godparents, well, at least his name was Guy. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? Did I, I touch on that? No, I'm okay. I'm over right. Listen. <laughs> you know he has to rib you somehow. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Too now. It's too late now. Nope. Too late now. Okay. You know what? But I have to say, oh, if Sophie needs anything and she called you, I'm sure you wouldn't turn your back. 
Well, I let her know nothing happens after three. <laughs> I, I I am gonna tell the I'm gonna tell the story. I'm gonna tell the green you know well, story. Hold on. Let's Wait. let's what? let's tell the nothing happens after three. Okay, you tell we'll, the nothing we'll happens. Into... Go ahead. So for whatever reason, she thought it was okay to let us babysit her child, and. That was pretty not. I, spent, was, oh, I was not thinking. No. I'm I not spent most that was of a the parenting fail on Kathy's part. Teaching her daughter <laughs> Sophia that when mommy is angry, and it. gives her till the count of three to do something, that nothing happens <laughs> after three. And he's that taught this to several just people. Counting. <laughs> that um, was my. That was my warning to her to continue good <laughs> behavior, and he. She comes home. And she's like, uh, I don't want to go to bed. And I said, well, you know the rule. You have to do this. You have to do this. You do this. Then you go to bed. And, she, and I said, Sophie. And she goes, no. And she never said no before. <laughs> she was such a good baby. She was like three or four years old. She's such a good kid. And, she, and I was looking at her like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And I said, Sophie, one. And she's just staring at me. She, her eyebrows were down. Mm. And I go, two. And usually she like moves like the wind because she doesn't want to know what three happens. And she goes, Uncle Guy said nothing happens after three. I'm not going to bed. Mm. <laughs> That's my husband, ladies and gentlemen. I, ding, ring the bell. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you piece of shit. You ruined my parenting style. And I fucking hate you. We were laughing so hard, we accidentally unplugged the microphone. So I plugged it back in, and now we're back. We're back. She was just <laughs> finishing up the story of nothing happens after three. And talking about how you ra- ruined her parenting style. Did you hear me curse? <laughs> yeah. That was my zen. That was my yeah. zen back then. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was zen. I wouldn't do that now. I would just remind him about karma. Mm, yeah, I just remind him of the the low energies that happen in the universe, and that they will be tornadoing over you at some point in your life. Okay, but this is a great story you can tell forever now. <laughs> yeah, true. So I, think I it... feel like my karma is actually higher. <laughs> See, I was looking forward. I was looking in the future. But isn't and that then... the same day that that sh- the green crayon? Wasn't that the same day? It might have, it might have been the same was. day, but I'm not positive. I but um, go ahead. Uh, you can tell. So about- we were, it was around the same time when we were babysitting for her, and she disappeared. <laughs> and, I'm still shaking my head. And we had a, we had a two-bedroom apartment. and Across we, from Patty. Across from Patty. <laughs> across the hall. And yep. we couldn't find her. I'm like, how is it that we are two adults and we keep, we're, we lost a fucking kid how how we're not set to be parents at that point we still weren't even thinking about getting married or having kids or anything and so i was like where is she i go in and sophie had this head of hair oh, so gorgeous okay? gorgeous it was like afro afro like soft, big soft yeah. light brown but you could see cinnamon baby yeah exactly oh. so biracial gorgeousness exactly so i look across the horizon of the bed because we had a tall bed (laughs) and i just see this little curly top of hair over on the other side of the bed i'm like what are you doing over there and i go around the corner and she's squatting down and she's holding something in her hands and it i hear And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking die. 
I look and she's go- she goes, look, I found a green crab. And it was a green vibrator with a flashlight in the in the tip of it. Or a light. I just am like, and what she's like, and her light? little hands are shaking. She's like, they found the green crayon. I was like, you sure did, sure did. Well, let me have that back. Oh, mortified! How mortified was I? Oh my god! I'm not even like, sure if I'm more mortified about that than telling it on a podcast. And let I everybody think it's know. hysterical. But I still I love uh, yeah. how adventure. First of all, I love how yeah. adventurous you two are. Yeah, which shows how adventurous. You are. <laughs> But I love that my daughter just like exposed it. Oh, yeah, she it's totally fantastic. was like, and she was so just good. thought it was so cool. She was like, "Look at this." It this would is be. Awesome. Think about it. If you don't know what that is, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Seriously, you don't know what that's really for. It's uh-uh. a flashlight. It vibrates. And it lights and, up the room. Like, it's like, right? What's better than that? Back massager. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god! Wow. So many fun. So much fun times. I can't thank you enough. For having this time with me and sharing old oh, memories, and f- it's like we're family, 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 friends and family. Um, so I guess <clears throat> I don't know if we're going towards we're segueing to the yep. end of our podcast. I'm pretty sad about yep. it because I've had a lot of fun. But if you are interested, uh, mm-hmm. for the listeners out there, if you're interested in checking us out, where the sisters are in, and yep. we're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and we're on something else. I don't remember, but you can also like us on Facebook. You can listen to our podcast. We're also on Patreon. Yep. For $5 a month, you get a card of the day, a video of a card of the day, and inspire you. And then for $10, you get the card of the day, plus some extra videos, because we tend to do a lot of like shenanigans. Mm. And then <laughs> utter hilarity. There, there's a lot of shenanigans happening. And then for twenty dollars a month, you get the five dollar, the ten dollar benefits, but you also get twenty, fifteen to twenty minute small workshops. Mm-hmm. Because um, I used to do a lot of workshops, and now I think it should be in the convenience of your own home on your own yep, time, exactly, and not as expensive. And it's a way to get to everybody. Mm-hmm. So and and Kathy is also for hire um, for. Oh, Readings. Yes. I was going to say. <laughs> Let's be specific. Because I was renting rooms. In the were, yeah, she was renting rooms. Room at my um, friend's basement. Oops. Um, but I just no, needed for, for an um, hour. <laughs> for uh, some personal readings yep, and I do for phone parties. Yep. Um, you do parties. Yep. For... Psychic parties are not when all the psychics get together and have some martinis. No, no. No. Psychic party is, um, I would come to, if you're, not, if you're in the area, you can... Right. Uh, you can contact me through the sisters are in mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Uh, I'm so proud I'm of you. I'm so proud of Wait, myself. Donna, Donna just needs to listen to the last five minutes of the podcast <laughs> just so that she knows that her I sister doesn't it. go www. You don't have to say www. And then she always says, You're such an asshole. Yeah. Welcome to my planet. Yeah, there you go. That's my planet right now. Um, so yeah. yes, um, so if you'd like to have uh, a psychic party, you invite some friends over, and for two dollars a minute, you you get a reading. I'd go into a separate room, do a reading. You have you <laughs> have snack. It's just a fun time. It's a fun, I don't think I'm making it sound very good. <laughs> no, but when you said, I'm really sorry. <laughs> when you started, when you said for two dollars a minute, all I could see was what was that second? 
Chloe. Chloe. Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Say what I mean. Three ninety nine a minute. Say what I mean. See, I'm sorry. Say but when I'm you saying. said two dollars, well, I don't know how to put it. Okay, so for forty dollars for twenty minutes. There you go. There you go. Or you know, twenty minutes or thirty minutes depends on how many people you have. Um, I happen to be so I'm very grateful, but October's booked already, which I'm very proud about and excited about so you can book your holiday in a few yeah, months definitely. from now and it's a lot of fun or if you want a phone reading you just uh can go to the sisters are in at gmail.com look at that and you can message me and i'll get back to you i'm pretty good about scheduling with that and you can go through paypal nice and that's how we do it this is how we do it and also awesome. And plug all, yourself. Yes, I'm plugging myself. Um, I would encourage everybody to please, please, please review. Review. I was going to say read. 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 Review. Read, read a good book and then come back and talk about it. Um, review, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, on wherever you're listening to your podcast, could it be iTunes, Stitcher, um, Player FM, or uh, SoundCloud? SoundCloud. So. Did I say SoundCloud? You did you, say SoundCloud. And we're on SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Those, Just, those are the big ones. The are um, so, yeah, we thank you for, yes. Oh, wait. What? Um, just want to throw it out there. <clears throat> if anybody in Amsterdam is listening, we see you. We see we you. We see you guys. <laughs> out in yeah. Amsterdam, we had yeah. three plays in Germany, three in Japan. Yeah. We see you. Nice. Yeah, worldwide, buddy. Nice. So, yes, the shout out to everyone who has been supporting us. And, and we um, support you, and I'm so proud yes. of you. Thank Great you. Great job. High thank five. Thank you. High five. So, as we say at the end of all of our podcasts, go fuck yourself. I don't say that. That's <laughs> awful. I say you got this. Okay. That's why I'm positive. Exactly. And the, but see, mine comes from the heart. So does mine. <laughs> you got this. Okay, I might have to revamp our closing. So. Okay, Kathy's in, is in I totally make okay. an administrative. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna change that. So what should we make it? No, have not. a nice day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have a nice day, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what you have to say. Okay, now. and that's what I'll say from now on. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been Real Moms Say the F Word.